Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Six eleven here on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Uh, we uh, we get word that the uh, pe- the Pensacola Airport is going to be going through some improvements. Uh, we we knew this was coming, right? We knew this was coming, especially over the summers. We heard about air conditioning problems, and we heard about escalator issues and elevator issues and all of this. And uh, we're finally getting word that the uh, Pensacola International Airport will be beginning work next week to replace one of two airport escalators. Uh, kicking off renovations to modernize airport facilities and uh, raise the uh, overall travel experience for Pensacola uh, residents, visitors. And, you know, over time, what they're going to do is they're going to upgrade the current passenger terminal. I mean, the long term is to build a second one, right? The additional concourse, uh, more parking. God, we can't build parking fast enough. It's so weird, too, because it's like surge demand. You know, like you go by the airport yesterday and, you know, there's all kinds of spaces. You go by the airport tomorrow and be like, where, where do we park? And especially when it's, you know, ba- sure. when it's uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. Spring break. Yeah, ex- exactly right. Exactly <laughs> right. right. Uh, it's a, a con. An expanded security uh, screening checkpoint, the city says, additional concessions. So what's going to practically happen is that they're going to take the down escalator of the two, you know, there's an up and a down. Uh, the down escalator is going to be out of service during the replacement project, which is going to take uh, place before the peak summer travel season. We hope the uh, stairs escalator. I mean, always optimistic. The stairs as elevators and the up escalator will remain accessible for passengers during renovations. The uh, up escalator is scheduled for replacement later on this fall. I don't know if it's just me and I've watched too many movies, but mm-hmm. in my mind, what I hear is. The down escalator is for loading and unloading passengers <laughs> only. The up escalator is not, you know. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> for immediate loading and unloading of passengers only. There is no stopping in the red zone. The up elevator is for <laughs> the loading and unloading. And I feel like, you know, I of course. the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's going to be at airplane. some point, at some point there's going to be a fight over which escalator is for use or not. The red zone has all. All right, so as always, you know, <laughs> listen that. to the male announcer because, you know. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of which, transgressors. That's it. No, it's coming up soon. That's right. Uh, 4, 3, 7, 16, 20. Oh, did, did also, did you see this news story yesterday? The, the news story was that the National Archives is now sent out a letter to all of the former presidents saying, um, hey, guys, uh, you know, could you like maybe go look and see if. You know, you like maybe have some classified documents somewhere. 
Okay, like, that's a good idea, though. I know, but they're like, you know, be sure to check in the closet, uh, be sure to check in the sealed boxes next to any sports cars and any garages that you might own, you know, look around, do a little diligence, because obviously Trump with Mar-a-Lago, Biden with everywhere Biden's been, um, and uh, you know, the Mike Pence one is kind of funny because he didn't find them, he didn't see them, they were in a sealed box that was packed up by the by the staff, so it's... You know, Mike, Mike Pence, is, there's nothing that he has done wrong in this case, but apparently there were some documents in some boxes, but now it's like, well, everybody's got them. So the archives, the National Archives sent letters um, to representatives of former President Trump, like, check again, please, uh, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George H. W. Bush, and Ronald Reagan, of course, the last two passed away, uh, and former Vice Presidents Pence, Biden, Cheney, Gore, and Quayle. And Quayle. You everybody remember Dan Quayle? Yeah, um, anyway, potato. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so um, what's fascinating about all this is there's actually a law about the Presidential Records Act that governs this stuff. So it's not just the classification issue. It's the, the records being turned over to the uh, National Archives. Interestingly, you know who they didn't send a letter to? President Carter. Oh. Carter didn't get a letter. Now, my theory is because nobody ever trusted him with classified documents. No, <laughs> come on, you know that's not. Dude, true. if he'd got the hostages out of Iran, nobody'd be singing that thing. So, well, he didn't though. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, no, the reason there's actually a reason is that Carter signed the Presidential Records Act into existence, meaning it didn't come into effect till after he left office. Oh, okay. So the National Archives wouldn't have reason to send him a letter because they're not related to his documents. See, there's always a reason. As Candy mentioned, in a moment we have the Transgressors Memorial Service where we talk about things that got canceled this week. Before that, mm-hmm. Candy's got traffic on the fives. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. And it, it's usually pretty good this uh, this early, which is uh, better news. 87 is accident-free, not showing any problems on 90. A little slow over the bridge coming from Pace into Pensacola and, and likewise getting into Pace from Pensacola. So both directions just a little slow, but not a roadblock this morning. You see an accident, 437-1620. You can text News Radio 92. Three informative, local, dependable. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information from competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4, so you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. Hey guys, I'm Nicole Stacy. There are more things to do in our area than you can even imagine. So who better to share the adventure of the Pensacola experience than the team at Visit Pensacola? Share with us your experience by using the hashtag experiencepicola. Go to visitpensacola.com and listen in Friday at 9.30 on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Here are the News Radio 923 AM 1620 contest rules. You can win one prize per household per contest in any 30 day period, unless specified by individual contest rules. All prizes on News Radio 923 AM 1620 are non transferable, non redeemable for cash, or exchangeable for any other prize. News Radio 923 AM 1620 prizes must be redeemed within a 30 day period of winning. For a complete list of rules, visit NewsRadio923.com. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to remember those who've transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names. In this moment of our remembrance, we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance. What we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity. Join with me now as we remember those we've lost. First, Mars Incorporated makers of M&Ms for their extremely misguided cancellation of their own wonderful cultural ambassadors, the Spokescandies. You may recall one year ago when Mars announced some changes in the lovable characters, such as desexualizing the brown M&M by substituting sensible pumps for her objectifying stilettos, turning green M&M into a feminist leader by replacing her white go-go boots and alluring poses with sneakers and confident singleness, red M&M would stop being a bully, and orange M&M would represent Gen Z by honestly showing his vulnerable feelings and persistent social anxiety. Wonderful changes all. But just when Mars was finally making real progress toward a more inclusive world of candy characters, they have now said they are abandoning their spokes candies entirely and replacing them with just Maya Rudolph. We had almost arrived. We were on the verge of having plain M&Ms who identified as having peanuts, and M&Ms born with peanuts having them removed through modern candy-affirming surgery. Red was going to compete in women's lacrosse. Green was going on a date with brown and maybe also blue. It was all coming together. But now in one fell swoop, Mars has thrown all that progress and potential aside. And do you not realize how powerful and painful this blanket cancellation is? Mars has literally wiped out the rainbow. We've spent decades appropriating the rainbow from the Christians and turning it into the great and cherished symbol of alternativity and inclusion has become today. And in one violent marketing spasm, Mars metaphorically eradicates it all? No. The outrageous anti-rainbow symbolism of this act cannot be allowed to stand. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend! Second, the marketing team at A&W Root Beer. Following the rainbow-phobic disaster of the Mars Company's actions, the leaders at A&W decided to mock our religion by issuing what turned out to be a callously cruel, satirical announcement that they would be putting pants on their mascot, Rudy the Root Bear. As they asked on Twitter the next day, is now a good time to mention that this is a joke? Look, dear brethren, sister, and another, and even though we know Mars was wrong for what they did, we do recognize at least they were trying to be inclusive. A&W, on the other hand, is engaged in a wanton rejection of everything we stand for. Does A&W really not feel the seriousness of allowing fictional cartoon animals to wander around in public without pants? Surely, in order to create their so-called satire, they had to grasp the powerful triggering effect a pantsless orange bear can have on hashtag MeTooVictims, not to mention those who have been visually molested by real-life naked bears. So A&W understood the danger, but instead of standing with victims of cartoon bear indecency, they chose to mock the wounded. For shame, Team Rudy, for shame. However, 
we do want to say they have inadvertently done us a service, for they have now inspired us to reassess the entire scope of fictional bears and to bring much-needed reform to the ursine attire space. Now, as it turns out, most cartoon bears are highly problematic. Winnie the Pooh. For all his zen-like calmness is casually menacing all the other residents of Hundred Acre Wood with his exposed tummy and poo sticks. Is this really acceptable behavior in front of a lady like Kanga or minors like Christopher Robin and Rue? I think not. Certainly we should stop promoting both the full nakedness of the Cottonelle Bears and also their uncivilized hoarding of toilet paper during the pandemic. It should go without saying that Paddington is extremely unacceptable. A bear who only wears a red hat, yellow galoshes, and a long blue coat over what we can only assume is a fully naked torso. Now, I know some people might say it's just a pea coat, but an honest observer realizes it's a trench coat. And I think we all know why fictional cartoon bears wear trench coats, don't we? Then we have Smokey the Bear, who, yes, is wearing pants and a ranger hat, to be sure, but shirtless? Shirtless? What an arrogant display of cisgenderism and male nipple privilege. Obviously, no fictional forest ranger she-bear would be allowed to appear this way. And if Rudy and Winnie and Paddington must wear pants, and they must, Smokey must immediately put on a shirt, because only you can prevent the forest fire of sexism. Fozzie the bear with only a polka dot kerchief? The sugar crisp bear with merely a ribbed blue turtleneck? And what about Yogi? In what universe is it okay to welcome people to Jellystone wearing only a necktie and a hat? And of course, Boo Boo only wears a bow tie. What are they, some Chippendale strip bear duo working the pole for picnic baskets? And speaking of Chippendale, they go totally naked most of the time too. Sometimes just a Hawaiian shirt, which is both indecent and second degree Polynesian appropriation. Speaking of chipmunks, are we really supposed to ignore the partial frontal nudity thrust at us? every time Alvin shows up wearing only his A emblazoned sweater? And if we're going to look outside the realm of bears and rodents, what about Porky Pig? What about Donald Duck? And perhaps if Peppy Le Pew could have just put on some clothes, Penelope Pussycat could have been spared from all of his unwanted advances. You start looking around, and I dare say that apart from Mickey and Minnie Mouse, you will scarcely find a fully clad fictional cartoon animal in this cultural wasteland of ours. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend! And finally, we want to applaud Walt Disney World for finally bringing an end to Splash Mountain, the water ride which was saturated with characters and images from the horribly racist movie Celebrating Plantation Life, Song of the South. Now, normally you might think that the mere fact of a ride being so wildly popular as this one was would be enough to protect it under the guise of capitalism and catering to consumer demand. After all, more than 90,000 Disney loyalists signed a petition to keep it. But since the fine thought shapers at Disney are already rolling in Scrooge McDuck-level profits, they could afford to do the right but unpopular thing. And as we know, bending over backwards to accommodate the hurt feelings of the minority in a way that loses money is kind of the definition of virtue. Besides, Disney isn't eliminating the log plume ride entirely, they're simply reconstructing it as Tiana's, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, not built around the theme of the Princess and the Frog featuring a black heroine. However, a noted cultural anthropologist, Wanda Sykes, has raised a reasonable concern. I mean, I appreciate the effort from Disney, but you're going to make the black ride the one where we get our hair wet? That's just more racist than before. But perhaps we can revisit this objection another time. 
Questions about the perfection of Tiana's Bayou Adventure and its threat to African-American hair should not distract us from celebrating the end of Splash Mountain and the interracial enlightenment this change brings one giant zippity-doo-dah, zippity-day closer. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And now with these cleansing rites performed, may we all go forth in loving tolerance and microaggress no more. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. 625 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Before we get to David in the newsroom, Candy, are you able to continue? They're fine. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. I'm sorry. I was choked on my monster drink, and I choked on a piece of food. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I hate you. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to you if we can. Phones are fine. David's. Oh, so there. All right. So there's your traffic on the fives. Call us with tips. Uh, David has certain headlines in the newsroom, well, David. I don't know if I'm doing much better, but I'm going to struggle through. Major cities across the country bracing for potential violence ahead of the release of that video of the interaction between Memphis police and Tyree Nichols. Uh, the Department of Justice says they've now obtained a court order blocking two firearm companies from selling devices that they claim convert semi-automatic rifles into machine guns. Rare breed triggers and rare breed firearms are accused of selling thousands of these devices known as FRT-15s or forced reset triggers. The Justice Department says those are intended to convert AR-15 style guns into automatic weapons. And the police chief in Green Bay, Wisconsin has had to issue a reminder to the public there not to mail him drugs. <laughs> Chief Chris Davis says somebody mailed him fentanyl and cocaine this week. Oh, the drugs were flagged by the post office, and uh, the post office, of course, did end up contacting him about that. All right. All right. That's a good reminder. Oh, Packer fans. Yeah, well, you know, cheese heads, fentanyl heads, whatever. All right, uh, <laughs> David, thanks so much for the update. Um, I, I will tell you, the hardest thing every week about doing the transgressors is not looking at candy while I'm doing oh it. Oh, my God, <laughs> so dude. I will just... That was killing I will, me. I have to keep character. Have to keep character while it happens. All right. Pantless bears and That's M&Ms. <laughs> Best one ever. And you'll be able to candy. hear it and send it around on a podcast in about five minutes. That's right. Yeah. No, yeah. Candy always podcasts all the interviews and the full hours of the show, by the way. It's something we started right. doing a couple, well, she started doing a couple of months ago. Fabulous. So you can listen mm-hmm. to the show anytime. Yep. And go uh, find even it. Even if you, you know, you get up, at, you're normally driving at this time, but now you can hear the five o'clock hour, which is the dangerous one. Uh, 628 <laughs> on News Radio 92.3. Oh, something kind of interesting happened at the Pensacola City Council. Uh, this is actually last week, but I just haven't had a chance to get to it. You know, Sherry Myers, who was a councilman for 12 years mm-hmm. and then you know, uh, retired and uh, ran for mayor unsuccessfully. Uh, Delarian Wiggins uh, introduced uh, a resolution honoring her as an emeritus, right, with her 12 years That's of service. Right. Throughout her distinguished career, Sherry Myers displayed a deep commitment to environmental issues facing the Pensacola community. She championed the restoration of Carpenter's Creek and Bayou Tahar, education and awareness of stormwater pollution, the preservation of trees and the harmful effects of the use of pesticides, herbicides, and toxic chemicals. All true, he went on. Sherry is extremely passionate about advocating for women and minority rights, especially compliance with the American with Disabilities Act to improve venue facilities and sidewalks throughout the Pensacola community for persons of all abilities. Also true. During her time as city council, Sherry championed the openness of government, ensuring that citizens had a forum to redress grievances to their elected officials while allow, while always holding government accountable. 
We recognize the deep commitment and dedicated public service rendered by Sherry Myers <coughs> to the Pensacola community. All agreed, but that was all set up to get to my favorite part at the end. We would certainly be remiss if we did not mention her personal commitment to the community of the cat population and the support she has rendered to various organizations who provide traps, neuter, and release services. She has left her paw prints in numerous locations oh. throughout the city. <laughs> really it was really She's a cute. Woman after my cat heart. lady, yeah. No, and you know, that kind of almost made her cry. And it was adorable. It was, it, was, it was a good moment. It really was a good moment. 437-1620-437-1620. Uh, Milton Mardi Gras Parade is next Saturday. The 4th Crew of Airship Pirates invites you to let the good times roll downtown Stewart Street in Milton and join the after party at Jernigan's Landing, which has really grown over the last couple of years. It's really cool fun. So anyway, uh, more information, newsradio923.com, and come be with us for the live music vendors and all the fun. David, what do you have coming up in your news, sir? There was a human trafficking arrest in Baldwin County. We'll tell you about it after Fox. News. I'm Lillian Wu. More protests expected today over the death of Tyree Nichols, who died three days after a beating by Memphis police. Body cam video of that encounter expected to be released today. Five Memphis police officers have been charged in Tyree Nichols' death, and two of them are expected to plead not guilty. They are charged with second-degree murder, aggravated assault, kidnapping, official misconduct, and oppression. Now, four of the five officers have posted bond and have been released. Just one officer is left in custody custody on $350,000 bail. Fox's Brooke Singman. And it's up to a jury now to decide whether the man behind a terror attack on a New York City bike path in 2017 gets life in prison or the death penalty. 34-year-old Saifulo Saipov convicted of the 28 charges being found guilty of murder to gain entry to ISIS. Fox 5 New York's Antoine Lewis. America's listening to Fox News. Six thirty-one News Radio ninety-two three. Good morning. I'm David Wayne. Thirty-nine right now. Partly cloudy in Pensacola. Congressman Matt Gates ensuring that a ten-year moratorium on oil and gas leasing off the Florida Gulf Coast is going to remain in place. This amendment gives my colleagues in Florida great comfort that none of the treatment of existing moratoriums would in any way harm coastal Florida, coastal Georgia, or coastal South Carolina. On the House floor yesterday, Gates brought an amendment to the Strategic Production Response Act that would preserve the Gulf Test Range, protecting the military's ability to perform operations. Uh, Two California residents were arrested near the state line, charged with human trafficking on Wednesday. The Baldwin County Sheriff's Office says 20-year-old Benjamin Sapp and 22-year-old Brianna Chath and Nathan were in a car with an 18-year-old woman when deputies conducted a traffic stop on I-10. Sapp reportedly has an active warrant on prostitution-related charges out of Texas. The 18-year-old woman had a broken collarbone and visible lacerations and bruising. Investigators say both Chath and Atham and the 18-year-old victim had been operating as prostitutes, but the two suspects were transporting and profiting from her. A 22-year-old Pensacola man has been charged for his alleged role in a shooting on 9th Avenue and Blunt Street earlier this month. 22-year-old Taziah Dixon charged with principal to attempted murder and discharging a firearm in public. PPD investigators say 25 shots were fired at a man waiting on a red light on January 1st. Dixon now being held on $60,000 bond at the Escambia County Jail. 
Santa Rosa County leaders have selected a contractor to install a new traffic signal, make some upgrades to the intersection at Wallace Lake Road and Chamukla Highway. But in a rare move, county commissioners didn't go with the lowest bid. That bid made by C.W. Roberts Contracting at just over a million, $1,015,000. Uh, they did the work at the intersection of East and South Spencer Field Roads. We had such a calamity with that intersection over two years ago. It was the first job this company had ever done in the county. They haven't done a major job since then that that name stuck out to me. And I think it's important that you understand the significance when over two years later I see a contractor's name come up and it causes me concern. Instead, commissioners went with three trade consultants. Their bid came in at over uh, at over $1,297,000. Two Florida congressmen want to know what the FBI knows about mass shootings. 23rd District Democrat Jared Moskowitz and 10th District Democrat Maxwell Frost and others sent a letter to House leader this, leaders this week asking them to request a classified FBI briefing. A mass shooting defined as uh, one in which at least four people are shot. GunViolenceArchive.org reports there have been 40 of those this month. In the letter, the Democrat lawmakers write it's the responsibility of elected officials to determine a path forward towards stopping the mass shootings. UWF has announced their schedule for the 2023 football season, and it's uh, it's first under new football coach Caleb Nobles. The schedule includes UWF's first matchup ever with an in-state Division I opponent. The Argos will travel to Tallahassee to take on Florida A&M uh, on September 16th. And they'll have five home games and six road games the season opener on Friday, September 1st. And that'll be at home against Kentucky Westland. It is 635 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives. Uh, Candy, what are you seeing out there? The roads are just fine. We're not showing any of the slowdowns or delays right now. Um, we are watching one accident. It's Tillman and Pine Forest Road, but we are showing the uh, roadway is clear. So you shouldn't have too many problems getting where you're going. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. And you can uh, text 437-1620 to see that accident or slowdown. Thank you for the update, Candy. Another chilly day out there today with temperatures warming up near 56 degrees for your high in the afternoon. Mostly sunny skies, lows overnight dropping near 42. Slight warm up as we go into Saturday. Mostly sunny skies, high near 62. Saturday night temperatures dropping near 52 degrees. As we go into Sunday, rain will return. 90% chance of showers with a high near 68 degrees. Saturday night temperatures dropping near 54. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. 636, 39 and partly cloudy at Pensacola. 43 in Gulf Breeze, 35 in Milton. Our next news at 7, breaking news anytime. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Kushenko with your Money Now. Intel reported a fourth quarter loss hurt by a souring market for its chips and growing competition from Marvel. As it also issued a gloomy outlook for the current quarter. Semiconductor companies have seen a stark shift to a glut of chips amid recession fears from a period of shortage during the height of the pandemic driven by demand for all things digital. It also has been battling loss of market share rivals such as advanced micro devices. Intel shares down almost 9% pre-market trading. Activist investor Elliott Management is preparing to nominate a slate of directors at Salesforce in a sign a battle may be looming for board seats at the business software maker. The Wall Street Journal says Elliott is having conversations with numerous tech executives as well as those with other industry backgrounds. 
Elliott's been in talks with Salesforce, and it's possible the two sides could reach an agreement that heads off a full-blown proxy fight. On Wall Street features, pointing to a slightly lower open. That's your money now. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickness of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N-info.com. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis & Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis & Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, call Benakis & Associates. Now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis & Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. Ballet Pensacola is honored to recognize the dedication and bravery of the United States military with a special ballet production February 10th through February 12th featuring artistic director Darren McIntyre's original choreography Lights Will Guide You Home and Odyssey along with creations such as Fleet Week and Spartacus. Ballet Pensacola celebrates the military while providing a patriotic salute to those who serve and their families. Tickets available at BalletPensacola.org or by calling the Pensacola Little Theater Box office dependable and local news and talk with pensacola morning news with andrew mckay in the mornings five to nine followed by the pensacola expert panel with jenna barr mornings nine to eleven fox news personality brian kilmeade eleven to one dave ramsey one to four pensacola right now with bobby rossi afternoons four to seven and lars larson only on news radio 92.3 informative local dependable Here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News, and uh, a lot of like kind of odd little stories that I find fascinating. Like this one, I don't even know what to make of this, but it seems to fit what I know about people. Okay, headline: paperwork panic. 
affects 6 in 10 adults. Many skip tasks to avoid filling out forms. So it says nearly 6 in 10 adults. This study actually came out of London. Uh, 6 in 10 adults suffer from what they call paperwork panic. Uh, in fact, many people would rather let their insurance run out instead of filling out the forms to renew their insurance. 2,000 adults in the UK revealed that 58% often ignore tasks on their to-do list, including paperwork. They'd say time constraints and other things, but um, filling out paperwork at the local doctor's office. Oh, can I? Listen. Here we are. Can I, <laughs> real talk? Real talk here for real a second? Talk. Um, listen, if, if you work in an office that requires people to fill out a form, Period. If you were, I mean, anything, okay? Uh, and you're the, you know, you're the receptionist, you're the intake nurse, you're the whatever, okay? Here's my my task for you before we meet again is you fill out that form. That's it. You fill out that form in your own handwriting, and then you'll see. <laughs> because it is... um hell on earth uh, to fill out most of these forms and and sometimes it's you know just they're hard to read or the lines are too narrow together or the space is too small for your email you know it cracks me up you get like you know you get a, a, a two inches worth of line for your phone number and then you get a half an inch for an email mm. <laughs> you obviously no one has ever and and the problem is you complain and then they're like well i didn't make the form shut up be responsible be proactive um but now there is an alternate explanation Right. The, the one explanation is that uh, this is unintentionally bad and they didn't know. There's another possibility. The uh, the, <laughs> the miniature sadists <laughs> who, who run <laughs> the form creation department at XYZ Corporation deliberately pulled a men in black on this one. And it's like the, uh, you know, the test they gave the guys at the beginning where the paper, the right. paper rips. Right, and the and, girls with astrophysics books. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. But right. The, like the pencil breaks and everything's designed to be wrong. Like they enjoy watching everybody suffer. So I'm just saying, fix the intake forms. Anyway, back to the point. Um, that's not, that's not, not, that's not the base. That's my tirade. Um, so the problem is that people just don't want to fill out the paperwork and, or they feel overwhelmed by it. How do you people survive taxes? Well, I guess in Britain, you don't fill out income taxes. You, they do the VAT you know, over there. Uh, so three and four people have no uh, one to help them with their paperwork is uh, part of this story. So uh, there you go. If you uh, abhor and or fear doing paperwork or let paperwork, you know, I mean, think about things like wills and that kind of stuff. People put that stuff off just because it's a pain. It's hard. It's complicated. There's a lot of things to think through. Then you have this note yesterday. Um, NPR. NPR sent out a note, National Public Radio, sent out a note to all of its employees that they are abandoning their existing fonts. It's not a joke. They're abandoning their existing fonts. Uh, The clip here is called Nipper News. NPR News is called Nipper News, which I think is funny. Um, The fonts and typefaces used on NPR.org, digital properties, and our brand guidelines are changing to Lato or Lato and Source Sans Pro. Well, NPR's previously used fonts, Gotham, Knockout, and Sentinel, have been removed from our website and other digital properties and will be completely phased out by the end of January due to a price increase and a change in the licensor for Gotham, Knockout, and Sentinel fonts. We have decided not to renew our license for those fonts. So um, either times are so tough at NPR that they've got to cut the font budget uh, or... You know, they're just trying to save some money, and you know, I'm always in favor of people, sa- sa- but it, I, you know, saving money. It did, however, remind me of my favorite satirical comedy relating to the Parks and Recreation Department. Hey, everybody! So I've been going over your reports, 
Let's try to be consistent with our fonts, guys, okay? There's a crazy amount of random font differences in these memos. Yeah, people, consistent font usage, come on. Times New Roman, across the board. No Geneva, no Garamond, definitely no papyrus. Papyrus, are you kidding me? There's no place for that in a professional office setting. Yes, thank you, April. And obviously make sure the content's perfect too. Oh, and uh, 12 point. 13's just obnoxious. <laughs> these are real conversations. I love yeah. Parks and Rec now more than ever. Because we know these yes. people, we know these things. And you'll recall, maybe you don't, we didn't talk a lot about it, but the State Department last week officially canceled Times New Roman font. <laughs> they said, you gotta go. I think Courier is the one that they went with. Courier New, because it's no serif uh, or serif, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Um, and, you know, <laughs> just. This is a decade. This is a department-wide because um, the serifs are. Um, I guess it's visually more difficult, or some, there's something about the way it visually uh, processes, either with machines or with people, that makes it uh, problematic. And so we're trying to. It's 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 old-fashioned, so they're trying to go to the new style. No, seriously. Times New Roman was fine. I'm not trying to be a. I'm an Ariel fan myself. Yeah, personally. no, I get that. Ariel bold. Ariel never gets. Nobody ever gets an Ariel thing wrong. Six forty six on News Radio ninety two three. Candy's got traffic on the fives. I've got it in twelve. <laughs> point twelve. Fourteen points. That's right. Wingdings. <laughs> or wingdings, right? Why not just do it there? Hieroglyphics. Uh, Jackson Hewitt is bringing you traffic this morning. They guarantee your biggest tax refund, and you can read it. Plus, a chance to double your refund with a double your refund sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents eighteen or older. Who file a 2022 federal return that ends for 223? And taking a look around uh, the area, we're not showing a lot, but there is an accident. It's Pine Forest and Tillman Lane. Now I am showing that it's clear, not showing any delays in that area. 98, not showing any problems. Three Mile Bridge is accident free. 437, 1620. You can text if you see that accident or slowdown. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Yeah, you no, know, yeah. somebody texted me in here. We got a couple of texts in about this. Uh, let's see. Uh, Andrew, the most frustrating thing is forms where the format's mandated by the state, like our building permit forms. I'd rather eat a bowl of dirt than fill one of those out. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I don't mind filling out the form on the first visit, but why do I have to fill out the same form every single time? Oh, well, that's when, if that happens, you probably stumbled into one of the sadism, you know, department products, right? Like, because they'd like making you fill out the form. Um, yeah, especially if none of that has, uh, if none of the information has changed. Um, oh, and by the way, the, the, the elimination of the serifs is because the uh, people with sight disabilities and or optical character recognition programs that are used to oh, help Oh, that people, makes sense. It, yeah, it, they struggle a little bit more with the extra little flair. You know, I didn't that's even think of that. Kind of that's the issue. Uh, so it is fun to mock, but there is actually a, a a real thing underneath all of that silliness. Six forty eight on News Radio ninety two three. Oh, <laughs> somebody's LOL. My company has specific guidelines for fonts and size. We all have to use Arial size twelve. That's God's font. All caps. <laughs> Ooh, all caps in an email subject. All ca- all caps is obnoxious. It's always like you're a, shouting, yeah. The, well, well, know, unless but. it's a headline, I do. I do all caps headlines on Facebook because it's actually right, right, easier sure. to grasp. That's right. Uh, but you know, like in an email, stop yelling at me. Six forty-eight. I'm Andrew McKay. Laura and I really wanted something that was inviting. We didn't want the traditional stuffy jewelry store. We wanted it to be sort of coastal casual, sort of really inviting. A place that was fun, that people could come and enjoy and not feel like they were being pressured. And we were shocked when we were recognized as one of America's coolest stores in 2018. They said, you know, there's not a lot like this in the Southeast, much less Pensacola. And we're really proud of it. Beret Jewelers.
As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support. datarevs.com. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. For a gallon of gas, three fifty in Florida. It's three fifty-eight in Texas. It's three thirteen, and in California, it's four. Uh, I just flipped off the screen there too fast. Uh, four fifty-three. If you are in Navarre this morning, at three twenty-four east and west at Walmart's uh, in Tiger Point. You got three thirty-nine is your best. That's at the Liberty Station. Three forty-five in Gulf Breeze and Milton. Three thirty-eight at the uh, Raceway before you get to Avalon. Three thirty-eight in Pea Ridge at the Murphy. Oh no! Excuse me. Incorrect. The uh, Tom Thumb is still claiming three nineteen. Mm, that was 17 hours ago as when that posted. I go with the uh, the Walmart, <laughs> just just guessing. And then 335 at the same brand at the Tom Thumb in Pace. Uh, if you get over into Pensacola, 321 at the Walmart on 9 Mile, 338 at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. Everybody else is 345. And then coming in from the southwest side, uh, I've got a post here for, uh, well, this is again from yesterday, 317 at the Sitco Garden. I doubt that's accurate. Uh, the TNC on Navy has 336. Uh, these gas prices are brought to you by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest outdoor price in your next new Volkswagen, PeteMoreImports.com. And uh, not to, uh, you know, toot my own horn or nothing, but here I'm going to do it. Isn't that always what you say afterwards? Like, not to toot my own horn, but here, let me do it. That's right. Uh, I told you yesterday when the gas prices were kind of all over the place, I'm like, get gas today, because, you know, and it's like 20 cents higher locally than it was yesterday. So pay attention, man. I know, but sometimes people tune you out because they hang out with you for five hours I know, straight. It's, it's and, a lot. Uh, yeah, I know, it's I a lot. It's gas. a lot to remember this <laughs> no, I remember you saying that, and I was like, thinking it, driving home. David <laughs> Wayne <laughs> is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? You know, if it makes you feel better, I wish I would have taken your advice and got gas as soon as I could. Retroactive guilt is it, uh, uh, surprisingly unsatisfying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but okay, um, fine. Whatever. So Twitter is now the target of a lawsuit in Germany over anti-Semitic posts and Holocaust denial. A group of Jewish students and and, and an anti-hate speech organization filed suit in Berlin Wednesday to force uh, the Twitter to block or remove anti-Semitic posts. Turkey's foreign minister said yesterday that it was meaningless to conduct a meeting with Sweden and Finland to discuss their bids to join NATO after protests in Sweden this month. The foreign minister telling reporters there's no offer to evaluate the Scandinavian countries NATO membership separately and some new information on that Uber Eats delivery that stopped a basketball game between uh, Loyola oh, Chicago and Duquesne. That was so crazy. Uh, and this is a little long. I apologize. Over but 10 minutes before we get a stoppage and we've got an official's timeout. And somebody came on the floor on the far side. Looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there is carrying some McDonald's. <laughs> Oh, this has to be one of the all-time I, I'm actually not kidding. No, I, no, I this think, is the I truth. I think that's what's happening. 
This guy's in the corner. Looked like he maybe, was he going to deliver the the McDonald's to somebody on the court? <laughs> Can we rule that out? He's. A- <laughs> I mean, it's just hilarious. I had to listen to it it's again. Okay. I'm trying to get confirmation. Uber yeah. Eats, yes. Maybe I'll put my hand up. I'm getting a little hungry. You can bring it over here. <laughs> uh, but it's it great. Turns out the whole thing was a prank, and believe it or not, it was done for internet exposure. Can you believe by that? By Uber Eats? Yeah. Uh, apparently by the the delivery driver or somebody. It doesn't really? say who planned the whole so thing. So it was out. a gag. But it was, it was a gag. It was all done. Uh, in the category, nobody's on, yeah. really that dumb. See, yesterday I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I said, if you didn't know sports, maybe you could sort of be mm-hmm. that oblivious. No, nobody's that oblivious. No, nobody's that oblivious. All right, fair enough. <laughs> That's awesome, though. And, you know, I love the, you know, when you're doing sports commentating, I mean, you can't just not say anything. So you got to talk it through. <laughs> no, absolutely. You got to talk yeah. it through. That's so funny. Yeah, it, it just got even more hilarious from there. Oh, right. I mean, no, it, was, it was great. It's awesome. Thanks for sharing that with us. 654 here on News Radio 923. Um, oh, man. Did you. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you a clip. That came from Harvard. Okay. Where a bunch of students were sitting down for the, you know, first day of class or third day of class or whatever it is right now at Harvard. And this is how the beginning of class went. The students are all sitting, the professor sitting at the front. We don't want to be taught by someone who has still not been held accountable for or made amends for their sexual misconduct. Oh. John Komarov spent his career harassing, silencing, and retaliating against students. He does not belong at Harvard. If you agree, please join us in walking out of this classroom, because enough is enough. Justice for survivors. Justice for survivors. Justice for survivors. So 100 students got up and walked out of the class in mass. Oh, man. He was accused of something, I That's guess. That's right. Then, accused of, you know, that. improperly mm-hmm. many things, okay, and uh, retaliation against students and, you know. And if you're watching the video, he's just sitting there, and I can't quite make out his facial expression. I'm sure it wasn't happy. Right, <laughs> you know, Because right, sure. he'd been on suspension before, and then they had allowed him to be back and teaching in the classroom. Uh, I also wonder, like the video kind of cuts off. I wonder if, like, there was maybe that, you know, one kid who stayed in the back. like, I'm good. You can teach. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I would march now, but not then. I would have been that nerd that stayed there to take. Well, what notes do we have? I, I see. <laughs> well, uh, the curve went up. I'm probably the opposite. <laughs> like I would have been with the students probably then, and now I'd be like, well, I mean, I'm here to learn about you know <laughs> astrophysics or whatever it is. Yeah, right. I, you know, is this going to affect my grade? Well, <laughs> but good for them. Good for them standing Listen, up because there, there's know? there's a part of me that's like, look, innocent until proven guilty. But there's another part of me that says, and, and I'm generally yes. with student protesters, though I probably disagree with most student protesters about 100. percent of the time on their causes because I had their views then I have my views now um, but look weird? citizen activism <laughs> it doesn't bother me and if you can't stand to be taught by somebody you know yeah. I, I would just find a different section you know that's, that's I was an easier just, alternative right PSC, you can switch professors yeah not just that switch I professors that issue, I mean that's really yeah, the solution can, yeah but okay there you go Candy's wow. got traffic on the fives I do and uh, we're not showing a, a whole lot that's going to slow you down this morning um, at least not in, in this 
area certainly is caution, as you know, wherever you are. It looks like all exits off I-10 and I-110 reporting as clear. Not showing any problems on Garson Point Bridge either. Avalon also not showing any issues. And 98 is clear all the way through Gulf Breeze up to the Three Mile Bridge and in Pensacola. See an accident or a slowdown, you can always call or text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3 Informative Local. Dependable. Thanks, Candy. I got some funny text in here. Somebody says, um, ah, Friday in the Transgressive Memorial Service. I loved A&W since a kid. Me too. I grew up on A&W. Gallon jug of root beer at home in your refrigerator. That's right. Yeah, we have long hot dogs too. at the drive-in. Oh, yeah. Um, can hardly bear it till next root beer floor. <laughs> <laughs> 77 years old and never thought of M&M's as sexual. Uh, nor <laughs> nor inanimate kids' toys. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, he said some other nice things. Uh, somebody here says, um, gas jumped 20 cents in a day. Was the font incorrect? Oh, nicely done. We have the snarky audience. We've really cultivated that. You have that the particular best audience town. out oh, no, of everybody in radio in Pensacola. This is cool. And then the last They're one here. They're all very smart. They, they really are. You Truly. guys really are. Somebody here says, uh, how have we gotten to a point? Uh, how have we gotten to a point where typing in all caps is construed as yelling? Good grief, all caps. Right. Um, <laughs> look, I, I know. I understand, but yet just that's how people take it does because that's what people do when they're angry all caps for emphasis Mm -hmm. um just so be aware if you're an all caps typer that's how people do read it just generally speaking 658 news radio 92.3 future news Oh, I did have somebody say government should only use Comic Sans, and I told him I'd unfriend him if he texts me that again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Comic so Sans person. Fun. I get it. Uh, all right. We got the uh, final playoffs to get into the Super Bowl this weekend. Bengals Chiefs, call it. Uh, Chiefs. Yeah, I would I would generally say that, but Mahomes is going to be playing hurt, and uh, Joe Burrows is like the man on fire, so I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, 49ers, Eagles. Eagles. I say Eagles, too, even though I think something issue, uh, some issue with Jalen Hurts, too, but he's been playing phenomenal, and that should be a fantastic Super Bowl. Either way, it should be fantastic. Um, oh, Stephanie Yelton, basketball coach. UWF is going to tie if she can win this weekend, if the team can win this weekend. Right. We'll tie the all-time wins record, and then the next one after that, she can surpass it. Will she? Yes, Absolutely. Yes. No, Absolutely. that's fantastic. Um, uh, will there be other documents found in all of the various vice presidents and presidents and everywhere else? Yes. Of course. Will they find any at Carter's house? <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably he's already not. turned him into some sort of wall patch for yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> he's he's such right. a great ex president, isn't he? He's wonderful. Mm. Don't, dude. He started that. Never no, mind. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so, and will the airport escalators be repaired? The one, the down escalator, uh, will it be repaired in time for uh, you know the high traffic season? Yes. Let's be optimists. Let's say sure. Yeah, Absolutely. everything will go well because so far that's been the case. We'll be back. Your home for Brian Kilmeade. Weekdays 11 to 1 is News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson comments on the indictment on Marcus Spanavello. Also, a new public records law in the state of Alabama. Those stories and more after Fox. 